What's up, Bottom Nation? Sorry for my appearance right now. Um, had a busy day. Did a Peloton. Uh, so a little sweaty. Uh, what do you guys... I don't know if I've ever had my hair back in the, um, in the audio notes. But I hope you guys are having a good Monday so far. We have a fan favorite back on the pod. My very good friend, Caitlin Palufo, telling her other gay sex story. If you know anything about Caitlin... Um, she is a very, very masculine straight lady and just the absolute fucking best. She's got two gay sex stories. She's used them both. We're on the second one now. Um, and it's just a really fun episode. Yeah, I don't have a lot to plug. I'll be back on tour at the end of August. So, you know, get on the text alert or go to my website. We've got Sacramento, LA, San Diego, San Francisco. Hi, Fulton. Um, I hope you guys can come through to a show. Um, thanks for being here. Have a good week, guys. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I've had sex with a woman twice. Uh, we had a little threesome. We were hammered. And then we went and got Chinese food afterwards. Uh, like you do. Crab Rangoon right after. Come on. What a night. <laughs> and then um, they wanted to do it again, like three nights later. And I was like, nah, I'm not really into it. And they got mad at me and they stopped talking to me. What? Yeah. Did you have Crab Rangoon? <laughs> I still have it. And I still always think of this person every time I have it. It's like, man, my life turned out different. <laughs> that you're sitting on my face right now? I don't know. Okay, so I, I'm on a chair nice. that has Ashley's face on it. This is my face yes. on the chair. Are we in frame, Alex? Yes. I'm sitting on Ashley's face while she does stand up, so it is sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> I'm really yelling into the void. <laughs> ah. We're in the apartment where I'm having gay sex. I don't want to do it, I'm tired. I'm oh, tired yeah. today. I get it. Yeah, I'm tired yeah. today. And sometimes, you you know, especially when you're with a friend. Mm-hmm. One of the best of all time. One of the best of all oh, time. Just one of the all time guys. I love <laughs> having you open, but I hate having you open. Oh, really? Why? Because you're so good. Oh, thank you. You're so good. You're my friend, we're having angel. gay sex with my friend, Caitlin Palufo today. Hi. And if you came to my shows in Madison, Wisconsin, or Rochester, or Se- no. Buffalo. 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 You saw- you saw Caitlyn there, and then you should also just look up Caitlyn's tour dates because Caitlyn is a headliner and, and just happened sweet. to be opening for me those weekends. But 
happened to me. I asked you. And you said, yes, (laughs) that's what happened. I wanted to get into those clubs and you were kind enough to say, yes. Are you in there now? I'm in at Madison. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And then the other two kind of. <laughs> well, we'll see. To be determined. In, damn it! Yeah, let me open in. up. Open up, just like, like Maddie's <laughs> pussy. Make like Maddie's pussy and get some shit in there. Shit? No, <laughs> Maddie. I was gonna say stuff, but you know, yeah, get a little crazy. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, go nuts. But I'm a little <laughs> go nuts. It's great. Throw some shit in your pussy. <laughs> but <laughs> Caitlin's like, is this gay sex? <laughs> what are you guys like shitting each other's pussies Caitlin or something? Knows better than any straight woman what gay sex is because Caitlin an, knows better than me. With an, yeah, gay no, sex truly, is. truly. And I will You're say, not a gay sex. No, see, this is what's Maddie's so embarrassing. I'm, I'm fully oh. like all theory, no praxis, as Zach Zimmerman put it. Oh well, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> what do you mean, gay sex? Every time I've slept with a woman, I've always been like, I'm having sex with a woman. Well, that's because you're not and then I'm gay. Uncomfortable. Yes, that's, <laughs> absolutely. That that's not what happens. That's not what happens to the rest. Every every time I have sex, I'm having sex with a woman. <laughs> that's not, I don't know why so I made fun. it like Oprah. Well, that's what's... you're having sex with a woman. You're having sex. Look under your chairs, pussy for everyone. Look on top of your chair. I mean, that's just what Steve says whenever he has sex with me. But you are one of our more lesbianic straight mm-hmm. guests. Yes. Um, and I love having you here because you're a great riffer. You're a great podcaster. Thank you have you. Good Time Gal, your podcast, Thank which you. I am on. Go watch that website or website. Go watch that episode. <laughs> it's out right now. Yeah. I'm I'm super sleepy because I have a major life update. Can I share with you guys? Yes. This is exciting. I love a life update. This is such a this is such a 35 and older life update. Oh, okay. So, okay. so significantly I'm t- less fun. I'm t- <laughs> I, I don't even know if I'll understand what you're saying, but like, <laughs> this is a checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should make sure that those numbers are not in the, it's, it's an a, old account, but I still, Alex, if we could make sure my checkbook can't be zoomed in on. Um, okay, great. Uh, I honestly, thanks to the patrons, patreon.com slash WHGS. I I have a little cushion to take some time off from touring. And as a lot of them know, I've had some pretty serious health issues for like four years now. Mm -hmm. And I had a, I had a really bad flare in the fall of 2022. And Mm. I was like, I have to got to get my shit together. It would be funny if you were just talking about being gay and you're like, that's why I'm going to conversion therapy. I've been struggling. (laughs) With a medical condition for years. It got bad recently. We're moving in together. And so. (laughs) So, but I mean, like it was affecting every facet of my life. And I was like, I've got to get my shit together. Mm -hmm. So I went and saw all these new doctors. I spent, uh, our healthcare system is so fucked up. I spent an ass ton of money on treatments that like didn't work. Saw doctors who didn't get it. And then finally found my way. I have EDS. Mm -hmm. So I have this joint stuff. And I finally found my way to a doctor who is incredible and kind. And I forgot to thank him in my special credits in my special thanks. And I feel like such a dick because I was about, I was going into a flare right before the special and I went to him and he like saved me. He would like gave me all the things that I needed and he does it so fast and he's like so trusting and understanding. So I'm getting this procedure done on Tuesday called platelet rich plasma. Is this what the listeners want? <laughs> Listener, write in. Yeah, get your platelets, girl. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> and so he was like, you have to stay off Advil for a week at least before mm-hmm. 
the procedure. Mm-hmm. So I've been off Advil. Are you usually on Advil all the time? Every day. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. And I take a, I take like a high, I have a special, a prescription one. That's mm-hmm. just like Advil on steroids. Are there long term effects of that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, it's not good for you. It affects your gut health. Like mm-hmm. you can get ulcers and stuff like that. Fortunately, I haven't had many problems because I think in a lot of other ways, I'm quite healthy. Like yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. eat meat and stuff like that. So like, I'm pretty like good in a lot of ways, but I shouldn't be on yeah. Advil every day. You just shouldn't be. Yeah. Um. So I have to stay off the Advil because Advil lowers your platelet count. And I need all my platelets because they're going to take my blood and they're going to put it in a machine and they're going to like spin it to get all of the platelets. And then they put the plate, they take that, they call that plasma and then they're going to inject it into my own fucking hip. And then my hip is going to use the platelets to heal itself. My own body. That's crazy. They're going to take my body and they're going to heal my hip with the rest of my body. Isn't that so That's like a superhero. I know it's like regeneration. Yeah. And it's so great because I can do it even the, the downside is this, obviously not covered by insurance. Mm. So like, it, Oh really? Yeah. I'm going to do it and I'll keep you guys posted. Cause I know all of you, um, have these issues. Yeah. Everyone writes in is like, Oh, I have this too. So I'm going to let everybody know how it goes, but I'm just really, really looking forward to healing. That's great. And I finally have time because you need like two or three weeks and my tour schedule is a little looser. Mm-hmm. So like, I finally have the time I have the time to like, I didn't sleep the last two nights because I can't take the Advil. But like now I have the, because of these guys, like I have the time. Like, I know that sounds horrible, but like if my schedule were packed, like Mm -hmm. I couldn't have sleepless nights preparing for Mm -hmm. a procedure. So I'm just really grateful to everybody. That's fucking awesome, dude. That's really great. Have you ever tried ketamine infusions for pain? No. I knew someone who like, I think there is like, if you have like chronic pain conditions, sometimes ketamine infusions are part of it. Or you could just, I mean- Queer culture, just put out a, hey, can someone send me ketamine? That's true. (laughs) I think you can get ketamine pretty easily. (laughs) Especially in the financial district. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just walk down the street. Yeah. Ketamine, ketamine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, but but anyway, that's like sort of my little little life. We're in the apartment. We're having sex with Caitlin Palufo. I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman. I'm your host. I have a big theater tour happening, you pieces of shit. Okay, and that's a joke. Some of you have been, I don't like it when you call me a piece of, well, maybe if you weren't such a piece of shit, <laughs> I wouldn't call you that. So go get on my text alert because those are gonna sell out, okay? So, and you want good seats because we're in a theater now. Ooh, and it's so fun. I don't think I've talked about this on the show yeah? yet. Theaters are, so yeah. for my audience, mm-hmm. I don't know if, the, I mean, you've toured with I've massive, opened for people. Massive. Uh, Speaking of gays, I've opened for Mateo Lane and Fortune Feimster <laughs> yeah. in theaters. Yeah, it's just so much more fun, and I hope you guys can come. So get on the text alert, AshleyGavin.com. And then, as always, my hall monitor to keep me from getting canceled. <laughs> I did not come up with a a rhyme today, but you look like you're on the gymnastics team. You do. You look like you're about to tumble. A very femme, a very femme version of Maddie. I don't know if you feel femme, but I do feel femme. I really feel like a woman right now, which is like making me. Man, you feel like a woman? What? Man, you feel like a woman? Did I say that? You said, I really feel like a woman right now. Isn't Shania Twain? Let's go girls. (laughs) But it's kind of throwing me for a loop because I'm like, 
Thought I had it figured out. I'm just done thinking about my gender. I don't know. I think um, that's good. It's. I think it's like the labels are help, were helpful to help me contextualize my feelings. But now I'm like, I use she, they pronouns. I'm living my life. Whatever it is, you're I don't doing know what to call it. You're out like, on the mat. You're up on yeah. the beam. <laughs> I Maybe mean, some days you're on the uneven, but we don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I'm Maddie. I use she, they pronouns. I'm a comic. Um... I started writing little essays on my Substack. I'm doing that. Yes. Um, and I'm maybe going on the road Pay soon. Pay for it. If you want to actually for $5 <laughs> a month, you get two extra essays a month and they're actually not to like give the whole pitch of it, but they are more vulnerable because I'm like, I figure if you want to troll me, you're not going to pay $5 no. a month to do that. So I'm putting out shit that I'm like, actually, I would like to talk about this, but it's maybe a little too personal for whatever. So it actually is a fun time. I'm actually really proud of it. So if you want to check out the Substack. I'm really proud of it. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I really am. Thank you. No problem. And then our guest. Jesus Christ. I'm that sorry. was painful to I'm, watch. Okay. Just watching two the most uncomfortable people tell each other that they love each other. That was so strange. Was it really uncomfortable? Well, you're... Well, Maddie was it just... I mostly just have eyes on Maddie, who was like, you were like, you're like, I'm proud of you. And she's like, thank you. And you're like, no, really. And you're like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have that effect on all gymnasts. Okay. So. <laughs> Jen's a gymnast. Did you know that? Sure. Of course she is. <laughs> She's tiny. I mean, she was, you know, growing up and. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you want to introduce yourself to people? Yeah, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. I'm bummed I'm not sitting on the chair with Ashley's face. <laughs> you, you can sit on my face anytime you want. Thank you. Actually, I appreciate it. I don't know that we would have good sexual chemistry. No, it would be terrible. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm having sex with a woman! And you'd be like, shut up! No, I think I'd be like, and somehow I'm terrified. I've had sex with so many women, and for the first time, I'm having sex with a woman! And it's a totally different type of woman than I'm used to. Because you're like, you, you're a top. I am? I you got feel top like in energy? a straight context, you're a top? Uh, yeah, but it, when it comes to sex... <laughs> uh, yeah, when it comes to sex, I'm a top. <laughs> if, if you say when it comes to sex, <laughs> that is masculine energy. Wait, do you... Okay, I feel like we have a very similar... Mm -hmm. Like, whatever, like, tomboyish, like... Yeah. And especially, like, on stage, too. Well, not to compare myself to you, but, Please, but in the, like... Like, what the fuck is going on? You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Do you ever find... <laughs> no, 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 but I feel that I'm being purposefully no, no, left because out. Because I'm going to ask it in a straight context. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, do you ever feel... Like, sometimes I feel like I like being around men. This is yeah. a good YouTube episode. This is so watch funny. On the <laughs> but I feel like I like being around men because I can act as masculine as I want and still be the most feminine person by default. Whereas sometimes when I'm around women, I'm like, oh, I feel like this... I feel like I gotta fem it up. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if that's relatable at all. Wait, say oh. that again? <laughs> I feel like I gotta like fem it up, you know? Is that <laughs> how you fem it up? Why do you feel like a linebacker? I fucking like push my tits out and shit, you know? <laughs> I gotta hold my pussy and then smell it. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a woman. <laughs> Not if that it you would like know. A woman and it fucks like a woman. Man, I smell like a woman. <laughs> I don't feel like a woman, but I sure smell like a woman, brother. Uh, good for you. I never smell like a woman. I don't believe that. I believe all women smell like women. Oh, really? I think that's... I forgot to shower and I didn't put on deodorant today. So go ahead. Sniff away. 
I got distracted watching Ted Lasso. No, I, I don't. How feminine of you. I. Well, because of my hair, I have hair. I can go two days without showering before it becomes like one big curl. Mm. Um, and so if I don't shower, then it's noticeable. And Steve is like, honey, <laughs> I love you, but you seem sad. <laughs> oh, I hate to think that you might be sad. Oh, it happens. Oh. It always happens around my period. I know it's hormonal. Oh, for sure. So it's one of those things where it's just like, if I can talk myself out of it, it's not as bad. Showering yeah, really puts but, you in a better mood too. Like I made a list of like, if I'm feeling does. sad, I made a list in my phone of literally things I have to do before I'm allowed to feel bad. And it's like, if I'm feeling bad and I'm like, why do I feel bad? It's like, a- well, have you done these basic, did you drink water? Did you eat? Did you shower? Yes. Did you put oh, on clean so clothes good. and did you vacuum your room? And I'm like, if I do those, then I can be like, something's wrong. But if not, I'm like, you're probably just being a silly Billy. Yes, yes, yes. That's and showering so is like the smart. biggest one. I'm like, yeah. oh, that fixes I, especially all Especially like it. a cold shower, mm-hmm. that'll change Bro, your Oh, I started fucking, taking cold showers? I know, we're turning into a Gallican Alphas podcast. Just take a cold shower, go for a run. But those, it's crazy how much that actually yeah. It's unfortunately so right. Um, yeah. You know what else I'm doing with my little time off? What Not are you doing? time off, I'm still working, but like less travel. Mm-hmm. I am finally back into freezing my eggs. Oh! In two weeks, I will be going to my doctor to re-look at my follicles. A few years ago, they looked at my follicles. Mm-hmm. So many fucking eggs, dude. <laughs> you got a lot of Just eggs? shut chock full of eggs. Oh my goodness. Damn. Now that's masculine energy for fucking <laughs> eggs. They were like, wow, you have so many eggs. He told me that my uterus was beautiful. Right. Wow. Love it. Yeah. So that's quite the cat call. Yeah. Nice yeah. uterus. <laughs> um, beautiful. Yeah. He said you have a beautiful Did it uterus. creep you out or were you like, thank no, you? No, I was. So you want to hear, maybe this is my guy's sex from the week. I don't know. But the last time I went, I was in the chair and he was like, your uterus looks really good, beautiful. And then he was like, you have, he was counting my follicles. Cause that's like they, how they see, you know, mm-hmm. how many eggs you can produce or whatever. Yeah. And he counted my follicles and he was like, you have a lot of, <laughs> I don't know why, but you have so many follicles. <laughs> the no most one follicles. has more follic- follicles than you, but I had a lot like people in their, you know, early twenties. He was like, you have like a ton of follicles. Like that's great. And I started to cry. Aww. Because I was like really just very happy to hear. Yeah. I, there was nothing that I was particularly worried about. Like a lot of women in my family have had kids into their 40s. Mm-hmm. So I was like optimistic. But it was really nice to hear it from the doctor. Because Jen's eight years younger than I am. So it's very important that I get these yeah. frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that my that I'm in good health. Because I would like to have a kid. Yeah. But- that's not happening for like, that's yeah. not going to happen for at least five years. Yeah. You know, so. You and I are the same. I am also getting, my, this next month I'm getting my eggs frozen. Oh my God. Whoa. Yeah, we're the same. We can go through it together. We can go through it. <laughs> we can talk to each other about it. Yes. Wait, when are you getting yours frozen? Are, um, did you already do the follicles? My, I did the follicles. How are your follicles? I got good follicles. I got oh, 11, yeah. 11 follicles. And uh, and assist. <laughs> Got eleven <laughs> follicles and assist. Not to brag, um, but uh, yeah, he went in. He checked with his little wand. Is eleven good? I don't know. He says anything between like, I think he said a uh, uh, like anything between like six and fifteen is standard. So I, I whatever wow. I took, I was like, oh, I, I have think standard. I had like twenty something follicles. Whoa. That's a lot of follicles. That's I didn't even know we had follicles. <laughs> I was like, babies, babies yeah. come out of your head. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. They, Hair follicle? Like, that's where the baby to, goes? You're about to have a baby because of that chair. <laughs> you know, when they do hair plugs, that's actually technically an abortion. 
<laughs> Sorry, that was not- I love it. That's How fun. Many That's fun. Women. But yeah, I had a lot of follicles, and then he was like, "And look over here, we have a cyst." <laughs> I was like, follicles. "Ooh, I want to uh, do the opposite of freezing my eggs. I want to cook my eggs. Yeah, cook them up." <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 36, so I gotta get these frozen this year. Oh damn. Um, and so we're doing it next month. That's so exciting. Yeah, have, I have to take the at-home fertility tests to see when I ovulate so that then I can come in and they I can. I thought he told me even more than that. But we'll, uh, you know what? I'll come back with my follicle count and I'll yeah. text you as soon as yes, I find out. But now me. I'm like nervous because this was four years ago that uh-huh. I started this process. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened. So I had to cancel all my appointments. And then this podcast started kind of taking off. So I just like never really had the time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So now That's I'm. Great. I'm I sometimes I look at my life and I'm like, you're straight. Like, like sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing doing Peloton. Yeah. Like I'm Pelotoning. Mm. I'm going and getting like my eggs frozen. You know what I mean? Sometimes I, I look at my life and I'm like, like, I feel like I'm a single girl boss. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And You're I, doing what I'm doing. And I, I have a Peloton of, and I'm getting my eggs frozen. Yeah, yeah. I am straight you as hell. You look fantastic, dude. Thank you. Your butt looks incredible. Thank you. You were at Sunday your school butt really and nice. I was I looking at your Respectfully. Respectfully, <laughs> I was like, damn. I got to come on this podcast more often. <laughs> a lot of people are surprised that I, I have not discussed this on the podcast and I don't know if it's funny and I don't really have like a through line here, but a lot of people are Promising. surprised. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. We'll do the heavy lifting. Here Sorry. we go. <laughs> Who's on the couch and who's on the little bottom bitch chair <laughs> i am yeah, you're on the bottom bitch chair well i do i i i mean in thinking about like getting pregnant and like thinking about what that means for my life a lot of people are surprised that i want to carry a lot of when i mm-hmm. tell people that and and i think like that's one of the most magical things about being a lesbian is that both partners could theoretically carry mm-hmm. and isn't that like just such an, a wonderful thing to both experience for yourself but also seeing your partner yeah now you do really sound like a straight republican i think it's beautiful when a husband and wife carry together yeah. <laughs> open carry that is yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it is in a way an open carry yeah. <laughs> either one is open to it but i actually i don't know i don't i i think it's funny that people associate that the butch one doesn't want to the butch one. Like I'm obviously like being a silly Billy right now, but I, (laughs) I think there's something very romantic and chivalrous. It is to carry your baby. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, have you seen Jen? Have you seen Jen? A baby is going to wreck her. That's true. She will never be the same after that. I actually think it's quite polite of me to say, (laughs) Hey, I am willing to absolutely fuck my shit up for you. <laughs> People think chivalry is like pulling out the chair, or putting down the no. cone over the puddle. No. Why don't you carry this bitch's baby? Yeah. I'm into it. You know, I'll gain the Steve, weight. Steve, get pregnant. I'll wreck, I'll wreck my hips for this. Also, did you know that your hips keep growing? What? What? They keep getting wider. They're, I don't like They're that. like your nose or the other parts of your body. They just. I don't like that. No, I, but I see it in myself. Sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, am I a MILF? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I might be getting to MILFy. Listener, write in. 
Am I becoming milfier? I mean, hey, if we want to talk me. about who has a mom ass in this room, I mean, <laughs> sorry, ladies. Pixar mom picking the boys up from soccer practice. This is an ass that has snacks for people. Okay, so if you want to talk about a milf ass. You got a snack ass, baby. <laughs> yeah, but you have dad energy. <laughs> And I would love to be somewhere in the middle and just be a hot 24-year-old girl. But instead, I'm two oh, parents Maddie. rolled into one. Maddie, no. You'll, I'm so sorry, but you'll never be... You're you're not, like, that's just not who you are. Okay, we're you're pretty high up. Don't make her jump. You've been, like, uh, an, a 55-year-old woman since you were two. That is true. I just believe that. Just at one point, I'm be like, I don't know, I think I'm just gonna get, like, fucked up tonight. I would love to be that person. Well, don't know if it's ever going to happen for me. But do I seem like I'd I'd be a good mom? Yeah, you'd be a great mom. Do I feel fem enough to carry a baby to you? Yeah. Why not? I oh. feel like it's badass. EDS, you're stretchy? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I don't know. There are complications I have to look out for, but. With your hip mm, and everything? Yeah, like, because you can, I, I think you can, like, dislocate. Eesh. But but I don't know. Eesh. I want to I do it. I really want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I want to be pregnant someday so bad. Also, I think. Jen is the better partner to deal with a pregnant woman. I think <laughs> I get I'm that. like meant, she's like very calm. Mm -hmm. I think I'm meant to be the one that freaks out about shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Steve is, uh, he's probably the only person I would consider having a baby with of all my other partners. Just I like because that you're engaged he would be this like, man and you're, <laughs> I would consider of all the people I have in the running, I would but consider <laughs> this man. That's an interesting, well, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, it's okay. Oh, it's just interesting. Like I, I've like, you know, sometimes you date people and you're like, this is exciting and fun, but you're like, am I dating this person? Cause I would want to have a kid with them. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not at that consideration yeah. point yet, but I'm like, that is an interesting like weighing like, oh, this is a fun person to fuck and hang out with them, blah, blah, blah. And also do I want them to be the father of my child? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, Steve has that, like, he's already, he's been a dad for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was born a dad. He's going to die a dad, you know? <laughs> but he also is like, he knows, I was like, cause I already get a little, um, wackadoodle on my period. So the next three weeks when I freeze my eggs, my hormones are going to be crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I get to say and do whatever I want. And he's just like, I understand. I'm so sorry. And I was like, all you have to do is come in a cup and I have to go fucking oh, crazy. Are you guys going to freeze the embryos? Well, I'm going to, well, we can't afford to freeze the embryos. That's more expensive. It's more expensive. So we're going to freeze the eggs and then it, in five years, hopefully do in vitro. It looks like we're on the same path. Yeah, we really are. In five years, we oh are God, going to be pregnant together. Friends? Oh my God, just get Steve's sperm. Have, have yeah, siblings. Just get Steve's sperm. <laughs> we, should start, we should start a podcast. Yeah? We should start when we're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have a pregnant lesbians podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be so fun. <laughs> we call it a uh, gay mom, straight mom. <laughs> <laughs> No one knows who's who. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, but I think, you know, what's the nicest thing that Jen's ever said to me? Jen says to me, like, she thinks that I'm going to be a good mom. Aww. And when she says that that's to me. That's so hot when a partner. So I had a guy say, I had a guy say that to me one time. He was like, you'd be like a great mom. And I was like, you can get me pregnant right now. Yeah. I don't care that I'm in college. Like, let's do it, dude. <laughs> but I know Jen's going to be a really 
great parent. I'm mm-hmm. excited. And I think Steve will be as well. And you. Yeah. You can, oh, that's so fun. That rocks. <laughs> it's the whole reason when you're like, you should be make the world better. Your kids are going to be awesome, dude. Yeah, they're going to be poor as shit. But <laughs> no, that's not character. necessarily true. You've got five years. I got five years. You can turn it around. around. Yeah, thank you. Because <laughs> right now it is going back. I got to steal your checking, your old closed <laughs> checking account so that I can make some money. Listener, spring has sprung, love is in the air, and that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day, and then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boothang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex, take the two-minute mattress quiz, and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15 year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, did you have gay sex this week, Caitlin? I didn't have gay sex. I had regular sex this week. Which was nice. <laughs> oh, I guess I shouldn't regular. put. <laughs> regular. Cancel so hard. Canceled. Regular. What yeah. is that? It was funny. You know, regular sex, a man and a woman where I peg a man. Just yeah. like regular, normal, run-of-the-mill sex. <laughs> regular sex where I peg this man, I call him a little bitch. Yes. And I say, who's your daddy, yeah. Steve? Who's your daddy? I meant more regular for me. For sure. For not sure. the, uh, Way I'm to having it. sex with a woman. <laughs> but the last time you were here, you last told this here. story. You it's, said you've eaten pussy twice. Yeah. Or you've, got, you've had sex with a woman I've twice. I've had sex with a woman twice. And Eaten pussy once. And... I'm having an existential crisis because the last two guests we've had been Are like, you having an exit crazy that you're having yeah. a philosophical crisis? No, because people have been like, I've slept with women, but like, I'm not gay. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm gay, but I haven't slept with women. I'm like, I'm being fucking outnumbered here, dude. I guess I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You see, anyway, I think actually, this is an interesting conversation. Did millennials have it easier in a way to experiment because we were at a point where we could just brush off what was yeah. happening? Yeah, I almost feel like I'm rushing to labels too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. We'll see I, what happens. I don't think that's true. But like. <laughs> but I was. I mean, I wasn't making it. It felt it's there. All the feelings are honest. And Jen real, and I but were yeah, having yeah. a similar conversation about this. Like now that now that there's so much freedom, it's almost like experimenting is like it's a little harder to just be like, oh, I was drunk and in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I used that we, excuse twice. Right. And I wasn't drunk for one of them. Exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. And now. Like, I was on Adderall, actually. I've yeah. never been more tapped into my life. Yeah, I wasn't even in college for one of them. <laughs> now that I can focus, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally finish a paragraph and, and a woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that Sorry, I'm, I totally distracted from your story, though. I mean, like, no, am you're I? Fu- well, you're doing a great job. Don't stop apologizing. Yes, you stop apologizing. Yes. Okay. Okay. You do your cartwheels. Style. You're giving the angles. Hello. Right down the booby canal. <laughs> Let them out, baby. The booby canal. The booby canal. I have a lot of gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get tit sweat. I get tit sweat. I'm you sweating right now. Booby canal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your tits ever cry? <laughs> yes. You like, feel them weep. Yeah. Just you feel like one sad tear. One tear like yeah. dribble down. Like you're. <laughs> oh yeah. Your tits don't cry. No, I don't my, think so. My that's tits amazing. cry, my ass crack cries. <laughs> I feel like under, I get like under. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like one bead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sad yeah. bead dribbling down <laughs> your chest <laughs> into um, your belly button and then it pools. <laughs> Who's hard? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, the listeners love telling you that you're hot in the YouTube comments. Oh, thanks. So if you've enjoyed Maddie's oh, tits today, yeah. write in. Yeah, I'm going to write in. I'm going to write. Thanks. Yeah, hello, they're great. <laughs> they smell good. <laughs> you should write that exactly when the episode comes out. But anyway, you had sex with this German girl on your soccer team. I on think. my soccer team, Whoa. yeah. That so was the last time I was Did you here. want to talk about the other one? I had sex in grad school, art school. Perfect. Uh, with oh a lady who was a threesome. Oh. Yeah, it was a woman and a man. But me and this girl, we were friends and we really liked each other. And it was very, sometimes flirty, but she was like a flirty person. She, uh, I think she needed the attention from men. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And women. She just needed that kind of sexual, um, hello, yes, you are here and I would like to have sex with you. Like she needed that kind of validation, you know, because this, well, this was crazy. We hooked up. Uh, we had a little threesome. Okay. Threesome. The guy was there and then it was me and her. You know what I mean? He was just sort of watching. Yeah. We were hammered. And then we went and got Chinese food afterwards. Uh, like you do. Crab Rangoon right after. Come on. What a night. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and then uh, I was kind of weirded about it. The guy kind of made me feel uncomfortable. And then uh, they wanted to do it again, like three nights later. And I was like, nah, I'm not really into it. And they got mad at me and they stopped talking to me. What? what? Yeah. They stopped talking to me because I wouldn't have sex with them. And they were like shitty to me at the bar. They were like, ugh, she doesn't want to hang out. She's not even cool. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that I was like, what sucks. is this? High school? Were your friends? I mean, not anymore. <laughs> Let's just say we don't keep in touch. Uh, but yeah, that was kind of the end of the friendship. That's so And they went off and went and had sex. And then I went home alone. And I was fine with that, Did actually. Did you have crab and goo? I still have it. And I still always think of this person every time I have it. I do. One, always... one crab rangoon hanging crab out rangoon. in your freezer. And it's kind of funny because uh fortune Feimster loves crab rangoon. <laughs> and she, we eat it together on the road. And every time I'm just thinking of this one chick <laughs> with fortune Feimster, I was like, man, my life turned out different. I was like, this is a whole different world than where I was back then. <laughs> I like also that it is crab rangoon there's something yonic about yeah. like uh, vaginal oh there is yeah. something like kind of just crab a ran, little crab folded pocket okay oh, you don't even have okay. to there we go. you go from eating the woman to eating the crab rangoon you don't even have to change your mouth you, <laughs> you just fish you it out you know you virgin <laughs> thank you that's a fucking virgin <laughs> <laughs> 
He had Alex's voice on the soundboard going yeah. virgin yeah. With, like, <laughs> with like an echo. But this is fun with this uh, this human being uh, that I had sex with. Um, later, I get I have uh, have a boyfriend. We end up being together for four years. I found out he also had sex with this woman, so I was brothers with my Whoa. boyfriend. That's the dream. Isn't that crazy? Can we look up whether or not that term is allowed? And <laughs> if it's not allowed. Oh, I forgot. I think it I actually forgot. is. I think that word actually is. Is it canceled? No, I you're, think, you're I not think... canceled because you're learning. Okay. <laughs> We're I always think... learning. But I think We're... that word is a slur. We are is always. <laughs> We should ask us. We are always learning on this podcast. What will we call it then? What do we, because we need a term. We need a term. We for need when you a term slept for the same when person. you've slept with the same person. Where, where does that even come from? I don't know. The I'm E sure word. I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's offensive for two reasons. First of all, I don't know if the first word is quite the technical term for the community. I think that's the word that I think is we're not supposed right. to be. But yeah. also I feel like, and I'm, White explaining this. I don't know that what I'm saying is correct, but I imagine one of the reasons is offensive is like, I wonder if it's rooted in like sex within a small community. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, incest? Incest? Have a yeah. super oh. progressive origin. Well, um, I mean, yeah. we can, okay, wait, so let's come up with a new non-problematic term. With a non I'm thinking okay. like Kevin term. Bacon number. You know what I mean? Where you like oh. are the degrees of separation you are away from someone? Like um, we're bacon bros. <laughs> That's kind of fun. <laughs> or you're sleeping uh, with the same person. Yeah, as a friend, as someone else. Yeah, brothers, sisters. I have a list from uh, qa.answers.com. See, this is, this is the real activism. Can I just say something for a second here? Rather than getting mad at each other over these things, addressing it and then finding a replacement so that we don't do it again. We're changing this, the lexicon this right is now. The, exact, <laughs> fucking this heroes. is actual, remember, and you were like, you can't on, get canceled. Goddamn hero. You are, you are. You're a fucking hero. Because, yeah, oh, it was just Memorial Day? Okay, here's what a real fucking hero looks like. Here's what you call it when you fuck the same girl. But fuck America, canceled. Yeah. Um, no, that's why I was joking. So I'm saying we're braver I, than the troops. I know, I know. Um, she said that she meant that. Uh, but also fuck the troops. Which side are you on? With the, I with have the fucked the troops. I've had sex with a military man. You're a real hero. And he was a piece of shit. He yeah. was a and piece you were like, of here's shit. why you have to vote for Biden. Yeah. Um, fuck Adam. But I, I, think, I think like you have to come up with a replacement term rather than just making people uncomfortable. It's an agreement at them well, because otherwise important. we're never gonna have to we're never gonna have we're never gonna have not make that mistake again yeah that's so true. what's the term uh there's no official alternative obviously hence there wouldn't be this discussion but some stuff proposed by wiki user uh that's all it is 12 years ago so i wow. guess this has been a long discussion but Jesus. we have wiener cousins <laughs> hey. uh cooch siblings you share a coin purse that I like that. Uh, that's that's derogatory to a pussy, but I like that one. I hate, I hate that all one of these. And that's the end of that list. <laughs> yeah, I would, that's a pretty short list. I think we could do better. We're creative folks. Yeah, I mean, I hey, don't. The great swimming thing is, in the same pond. Swimming in the same pond is fun. <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't feel gender specific, which I like. Coin purse, like, oh, you have to change yeah, it based yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. the, you know. Mm-hmm. Listener, um, write in. This is a great opportunity to save by the same lifeguard. 
<laughs> that's kind of fun. That's so good. I think that's it, dude. That's We've so been good. saved by the same lifeguard, <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. Let's go with that. Yeah, so you, she gave me mouth to mouth. <laughs> yeah, and that's not gender specific, too, See? which is great. Yeah, yeah, Lifeguard's yeah. super non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a pair of red shorts. That's all you get. That's it. That's all you get. And some buoys. Yeah, I'll give you some buoys. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's inappropriate. <laughs> so wait, where were we? Oh, we. You're you were you were you were saved by the same lifeguard. I was saved as by the same lifeguard as my. Later did. Yeah, and then he got arrested for taking upskirt photos. Oh no! <laughs> Isn't that wild? I love. Are you still working on that bit? <laughs> no, I. It makes everybody uncomfortable. I, so I except it. me. I okay. love the bit. Okay, I'll bring it back after I do my album. I'm really gonna have to come up with some new material. So. Are you yeah. gonna videotape it too? Yeah, yeah, good, yeah, good, yeah. Good. We Put have three cameras. Stuff. Oh hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do it. We'll cut it up into chunks. Nice, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, are you willing to talk about the upskirt photo? Oh guy? yeah, sure. You you dated a guy that got arrested for yeah taking, taking a, upskirt inappropriate photos. photos of violating women. Violating women. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with this guy for three, almost four years. Whoa. At the time he got arrested, we'd been together for like two and a half. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, we <laughs> didn't break up together. after that. Oh, Caitlin was a different person. When I was 23, 24, I was a mess. I was like very insecure. Oh, and this guy was older than me. And now I look back, I'm like, oh, it was a little groomy, you know, a little. How old was he? He was in 30 okay. and I was like 22, 23 yeah, so when we young. got together. Yeah, but it was like the perfect age where I was like in a new city. I didn't know what I was doing, mm -hmm. you know, and he was just like, oh, I'm a confident man, whatever. Um, he was a sculptor. Oof. Anyway, um, then, uh, yeah, he went on the train, got arrested uh, for taking upskirt photos. To this day, claims that he did not do it, but he pled guilty. And uh, you would think he would fight that. Anyway, so he pled guilty. What was his explanation? He said that he wasn't taking upskirt photos, but when he got arrested by um, an undercover cop, he threw his phone onto the tracks of the subway. He threw it so that they couldn't see it. Whoa. And so. Uh, as he was getting arrested, as he, he was chucked his phone yeah. in front of a train. Yeah. What a diabolical like, man. In front Can of, you not, imagine being that prepared for that moment? That's crazy. Like, <laughs> to, to just like have the instinct to know to fucking do that. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. guilty behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they thought. So they arrested him and then he pled guilty. Um, he said it was like to commute the sentence. He figured out they were on the iCloud. Yeah. <laughs> this was a long time ago. I don't think there was an iCloud. That's um, honestly really fucking smart. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, what a creep. Yeah. And then he, we'd stayed together for a little while because he convinced me he didn't do it. And Did then he I, serve jail time? Nope. No, no, no. He had to pay a fine. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe he was just like. Yeah, yeah. It was like, I, I think his advice they gave him was like, it's either your word against this cop's word and they're always going to go with the cop's word mm. and so i think he just thought oh i'll just plead guilty and get over with it so that they don't put him on the sex offender list whoa Wait, but i pleading think guilty they, doesn't get you on that wow. list. i think he still got put on it because he can't go to canada he tried Whoa. to go to Canada wait, and he got wait, rejected. Wait, 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 wait. Is that why Canada is so nice? Because they don't let in any of our no. sex offenders? <laughs> yeah. It's like, not that he has to stay away from schools. He has to stay away from Canada. Yeah. That's really funny. Isn't that wild? And then um, and then we finally broke up because I saw I found a flash drive with pictures on it. <gasps> and it wasn't upskirt from like a train, but it was like a, inappropriate pictures of a woman who did not know she was being photographed. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. 
So, uh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we broke up after that. Believe it or not, that was the straw. <laughs> and then I almost got back together with him like three, like maybe like five months later. And then my friend was like, absolutely not. You are not getting back with this guy. He hit on me while we were together. Yes. Oh. He hit on my friends. He like asked to come over to give them massages or something. And it was this funny. Guy sucks. I know. It's crazy. Oh, He's Isn't it wild? Because I know that. You know, I don't date men, so my I feel like my horrible relationship stories are so different from like my straight friends' mm -hmm. horrible relationship stories. But it's actually incredible to look back. This is why your 30s are so much better than your 20s. Mm -hmm. Like your life can just be transformed. Your relationships can be like knowing Steve yeah. and like hearing about this guy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you are like a different person, but not because you're a different person, but because you like you got your head right about who you were letting like love you. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. You do realize your worth in yes, your thirties yes. and you're like, Oh, I'm not going to put up with that anymore. I don't have to put up with that anymore. And, and it's I don't crazy what we will allow ourselves to go through. Yeah. I mean that guy, what was crazy that relationship ending really made me trust myself because we broke up. I woke up one day and I was like, I have to get out of this relationship. It was like, I found the pictures we were on again. Oh, you didn't make me feel good about myself. And I was literally, I was like, okay, I, well, I just literally woke up one morning and was like, I have to get out of this. And we broke up that day. And then I broke up with him. So it was done, you know? And it was the, not, the day before that he had asked my friends to give massages to. And I didn't know. Wow. I just had no idea. But then five months later, when we were thinking about getting back together, my friend told me and she sent me the date. And I was like, that was literally the day before, like the night before. And then I woke up and I was like, I have to get out of this. What am I doing here? I had like an epiphany. Well, you like knew. I just knew. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, if I ever feel like that again, I will trust it and I will just yeah. get out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What did you like? Cause I know what I did, but what happened that you, for P anyone who's like been in maybe a couple bad relationships, what all, like, what do you think happened that you were able to like accept love from someone so different than these other people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, after that, I went on a real rumspringer. I had a lot of sex with a lot of different people. I worked in a restaurant. So I finally fucked all the guys that I'd been eyeing, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had like a really fun three years. And then, um, and then I also started comedy, uh, within those three years. And so it was like, uh, I, I realized I like to be in control. You know, I like to be not in control of another person, but in control of my outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I wasn't going to be with anyone who wasn't going to let me have control of my own future. And oh, so, wow. yeah, it was like comedy really changed my whole trajectory, everything. It changed my confidence, my, uh, wow, I've never heard a story about comedy making your life better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm poor as <laughs> shit and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I was great. thinking about that the other day where I was like, wow, so much of like, and not that I feel like the most confident person in the world, but I was like, I would have a radically different self image mm -hmm. if it wasn't for comedy and it wasn't, it's like, wow, you really feel like you have a community of people that you like value each other mm -hmm. and people are like listening to what's going on in your life. And you're yeah. like, I have a thing that I'm good at. Like, it's really like, yeah. it changes your self image so, so, so much. Yeah, it does actually. And, and, and I don't think I would learn how to be like a, 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 like it lets you be like aggressive and like, Mm -hmm. in a way that I think, especially as a woman, you don't really have the space to in other areas of your life. Yeah. And it's also mm. the first time in my life that I felt value for something I was saying rather than my body. 
Mm. You know, because that's what I I wanted validation of being pretty. Am I pretty? Am I pretty? And now it's like, oh, it has nothing to do with the way I look. It is all about what I am saying and talking about. And that's what where my value. The way you look can actually be a negative. Yeah, 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 yeah. On your comedy. And even when I did sports, it was all about my body, how my body was performing, how, you know, and now it was just like, oh, something other than my body that I'm good Mm. at. And that was that's a different kind of uh, 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 confidence being a woman. I know it's so hard. I'm having the opposite thing Fuck right now. You. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's You're, burn it down. Now, no. you know what? You'll what make you, Chris Stefano called his foot gay. So, oh, you, really? You'd be happy to know that he's been put in his place. Okay, good. Good, good job, Chris. What a savior. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say that I just, that I have the opposite thing now where I'm like, I'm like, all right. I wish someone would just fuck me for my body. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're 24. You're going through that point. Uh, yeah, we got to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to hear you be like, oh, you're 20s. Because I feel I f- I'm turning 25 in like four months and I feel like I'm getting so fucking old and like no. it's no. all coming for me no. and I'm yeah. not. And I got to fucking pick it up. And then it's interesting for you to feel like, oh, I had no fucking idea what I was doing then. Because I'm like, OK, it's all right that I'm maybe I still call, kind of a mess right now. Yeah, you're supposed to be a mess, particularly with my relationships i would call my 20s just an outright disaster <laughs> yeah outright fumble monstrosity I mean, just yeah. an, a cluster uh-huh. i have a little bit of that bug of like ooh, a bad boy and it's yeah. like no he's a bad boy <laughs> he's bad you know what i mean it's and like, he's a bad man no, they're <laughs> men they're bad men <laughs> but there is like the um is that something you guys feel like you grew out of in the like in the and I I really actually do love my exes they're great but I just in terms of my own like what I find attractive a lot of time I do find myself being like this is mommy episode I love it oh it's his mommy oh, episode come to my teat <laughs> come to my teat <laughs> okay I'm sorry <laughs> our teat come to our teat you already got Listener, the bottom half give me the top <laughs> Listener, would you like to come to our teat right in I'm sorry that made me laugh <laughs> would you ever find the like like um if somebody's too nice to you, you're like, oh, well, you probably just like everybody. But if someone's mean and you feel like you really have to earn their affection, then you're like, of course, Then you're like, oh, I've I did good. And I'm like, that's a disease yes. that I need to get yes. out of. Mm-hmm. But what is that? Of course, of course. I don't I, look. It's hard to know what it is because I don't know what your relationship with your parents is. But like. Let, that was a bit that did not land. <laughs> well, oh, I, I mean, was so serious. I was like, yeah. That's, I was like, no, yeah, mine comes from my parents. Right, my, well, I mean, all, I love my it parents. It all comes but, yeah. from your parents. And of course yeah, you yeah. can love your parents, but like at the end of the day, it probably, probably has something to do with your relationship with your parents. Yeah. Um, you know, not to broad strokes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. For me, it was just like slutting really helped. Mm-hmm. I spent a year single. This is the origin of this podcast was the year that I spent single. Yeah. My therapist literally said that to me. She was like phrased it in such like like therapeutic terms, but she was like, sometimes the healing comes through the doing. And I was like, I need to fuck. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me just advocate for an absolute um, just rumspringer, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to meet a ton of people. And if you're fully committed to not committing, those people just, you get to spend a little bit of time with them feel a spark, maybe not pursue it and then let it end. And Mm -hmm. that can be, that can be really helpful for you to look at someone knowing you're not going to date them, meet tons of Mm. different types of people. Imagine these theoretical lives with them 
and really get to know what a red flag actually looks like. Also, then when you get back into dating, like when I started dating Jen, it was such a slow burn in such a healthy way that I never thought I could have had mm. because I thought that I was still slutting. So when I met her, I was like, well, let's like do, you know, I don't know if I'm done with this portion of my life. So we took it slow and I was able to like really fall in love with her rather than the dumb things that go on in my brain. Mm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you meet someone and you fall for them so quickly and it's not because they're actually the one, it's because they're triggering whatever yeah. your relationship with your mom or your dad is. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like it's not, you're not falling for them for the right reasons. How many times would you guys say, if it's not too personal, that you've been in love in your lives? A million times. <laughs> I would say four or five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual love. I think four, but I've definitely like met people and felt like I was falling mm -hmm. very quickly. Yeah. And that's happened to me another, I mean, my high school girlfriend, I would say I loved. So maybe five, but I was also like young and love is just different when yeah, you're- Yeah, it's hard yeah, to be yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of infatuation. And that's how I feel about like, I'm like, oh, he was my first love, but also like, it wasn't a mature adult. Like let's- it was very much like excited yeah. infatuation. Yeah, but, but, I, it, but it felt like love. Like I would say two times for me. Yeah. Even in two relationships. I had no yeah. practice pumping the brakes a lot of the times in my past relationships and I moved into them too quickly. And I think if I had met these people in my thirties, I would have felt that initial like, oh my God, I'm going to fall in love with this person. But then I would have been able to be like, is this a, a, a good person for me to be with regardless mm. of how I'm feeling in this moment. Mm. It's funny now, if I met the people that I was in love with in my twenties and my thirties, I think I maybe would have fallen in love with one of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah. Because it's like, it's that initial infatuation that, Oh my God, you know, I've never felt this before. And then uh, you get reminded of, Oh, I, it's just like this, you know? And then it's like, do you guys want to hear the gayest thing I've ever said? Please. This is so gay. I've heard you say a lot of gay shit. No, this is really gay. <laughs> okay. Last night, Jen and I were just taught. We, we make, I don't do you pillow talk with Steve? Yeah. I, there's no phones in the room. So we have like, oh, wow. we have pillow talk time. And sometimes I'm even like, please, can we do a lot of pillow? I love, I love quality time before bed. It's like my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite things. It, oh my, I can't believe I'm saying this on the Say air. You guys it. better, this better be as good as I think it was last night. I, we were talking, we were watching Jewish matchmaker. Okay. Great show. Love it. Um, and they were talking about soulmates on the episode. And I was thinking about that feeling of knowing someone for a thousand years, which I have felt before. And I said to Jen, I was like, it was interesting to fall in love with you because I didn't feel that feeling of mm -hmm. knowing you for a thousand years. But the feeling that I feel now is that I will know you for a thousand years. Wow. Like, like you're the, my entire future. You know what I mean? Like I could do this forever. And that's like a more important feeling to me because the knowing somebody is like, they're tapped into a part of my past that I don't necessarily want for my future. Like what I've known love to be growing up is not something that I want in my family, but the love that I have with Jen is like something that I want forever. So I don't know if that was. Yeah, that's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Listener right in. I thought I'm it kidding. was. It was beautiful. Really it was beautiful. very beautiful. It's not too corny. No, no. Okay. But if you if it was on a card, I'd roll my eyes. <laughs> but you saying it made it nice. Well, made I, it very I'm, nice. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah.
Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. Oh, I can keep mine short because I've had a weird week with well, my I pet kinda, stuff. But I kind of want to hear, oh, yes. How's it going? Did your phone go off at all? No, I don't think it has. My pet rabbit is in the hospital. Oh, no. I'm with sorry. A possible, thanks. With a possible liver. They're going to call me Guys, this if afternoon. you're not going to oh, rabbitinfo.finance to support Maddie. I mean, today of all days. What oh, is what is wrong no. with you? No, I'm yeah. so sorry. The possibility of losing you a pet, pet makes me break out into high. I know, oh, I and he's supposed they live for like 12 years. I'm like, I'm gonna have this guy in my 30s, and I'm like, if something happens to him, oh, I cried so much yeah, today. Yeah, so yeah. like, I'm, I'm he's just the cutest little guy in the world, and he sleeps in my bed with me, and I love oh, him so much, yes. and he runs up to me when I come home, and like, oh. he's my little baby. So like. I'm kind of dealing with that right now. I know I'm like about to cry right now. So not to bring down the mood of it or anything, but that's kind of where my head is at right now. So if, if, uh, and thank you for doing the episode. I want to clarify for the people at home that I said to Maddie, you don't have to do this. I fully was like, I want to be around people. This is fun. You and Kayla, I'm like, this is, I'm so, so, so no, I want to, I want to be here. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, and, and we, where is the hospital? It's um, on the Upper East Side. Okay. It's like a 24-hour emergency. I went there at like three in the morning and I was there from like three to 5 a.m. with him. And then they like they were like, okay, you can say, not say goodbye to him, but like I was leaving and they were like, you know, give him a say hi before you go. And so, but he was sedated because they had like done a little x-ray. And so I was like holding him in my arms oh. like a baby and I just got to like cuddle him and kiss him. Oh. And like, but hopefully they call with good news and he doesn't have to have this fucking eight thousand dollars surgery 8, i have pet insurance though so I need that's to good. sign up for pet insurance yeah. pet insurance is huge because i, I don't have eight thousand dollars isn't it crazy <laughs> that there's better pet insurance than health insurance yeah really? yeah yeah that is nuts because i don't have health insurance but i'm about to get my hairless cat <laughs> health insurance yeah that's sweet it's upsetting i love them Deeply you'd be like upsetting. oh yeah my rabbit needs uh an iud <laughs> 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 no, I'll put it in. Um, I'll put it in myself. Thank you. Yeah. Just give me the IUD. My rabbit needs a, an IUD and Prozac and uh, uh, a freckle checked out. Yeah. He has freckles. <laughs> Here's you a photo it of it. <laughs> Ma'am, is that your foot? No, my foot photoshopped onto a rabbit. Hey, what do you think is wrong with this rabbit's foot? <laughs> my my pussy just photoshopped onto his stomach like hey does this look like herbie's on my rabbit <laughs> you've taped the photo of your pussy to the bottom of your rabbit yeah that's not lucky <laughs> that is not a lucky rabbit's foot <laughs> well are we ever gonna talk about your date yeah i went on a hinge date lies <laughs> maddie went on a date with a woman. I did. You went on a real date with a woman and how, and you called me. <laughs> wow. You called me to ask me how to be a top. Oh well, my God. And then God. I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know. That's humiliating. <laughs> I don't know. I think she called the right person. She could have called someone else. I would say they made else. the perfect call. <laughs> 
Well, because okay, this is this is the conversation that I your role with men is so prescribed. I've yes. seen a million cultural blueprints of what to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Okay. Um, well, and I, th- I had a tip that I should have shared on the podcast years ago. You always, if you're looking to feel like the top and show them that they're, that you're the top, you, a great thing to do is to bring a layer to the, wherever you're going. Oh, you did bring an that. extra layer. So if they get chilly, Wow. You take it off and you but give thing, it to them. I don't even Fucking know Robin if I am. Over I don't know if I'm yeah. the top though. Right. So what happened? Like, this was interesting because you said, no. you called me and I was like, make sure to order the drinks, make sure to offer to pay. What else did I say? Say she looks nice. Say she looks nice. Don't be weird. Like as soon as you see her, tell her that she looks beautiful. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't think I used the word beautiful, but then she told me I, I look pretty too. That's nice. Look okay. at you. Know. It's weird because I'm all, okay. Are you going to see him again? Uh, I don't think so. But I will say, okay, wait, can I ask a question about the date though? Yeah. Yes. About, I'm so used to seeing my attractiveness as like being desired in a sort of submissive feminine way that even though I enjoy feeling masculine sometimes, there is something about a woman looking at me and seeing me as like bigger that makes me feel like ugly almost. Mm. Is that relatable at all? Okay, I, I'm like, depending on which one of you guys resonates with this, I'll figure out if I'm gay or straight in this moment right now. <laughs> I Maybe it's just that I want to be feminine with women. I don't know. I find myself, I'm kind of on the line because I really like it. Oh my God, this goodness sounds so gay. Like looking down like being taller than mm-hmm. on the woman that I'm dating is a, I don't care. I've dated women who are taller than me. Seriously. This it's not like a, like a checklist thing for me, but I do get very turned on by like, look like having that height difference a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel nice. And I like when I'm the more like, you know, like dominant partner, but if it goes too into the male part of things, then I, I don't feel ugly, but I feel like almost dysphoric. Like, I don't want to be treated like a boy. I want to be treated like a hot girl. A hot girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I yeah. feel too. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. not like a hot masculine girl. Mm. A hot girl boy. <laughs> you know what wow. I'm saying? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I Remember almost think it's the The opposite. beautiful thing she said about four minutes ago about her partner, and now she wants to be a hot girl boy. <laughs> the poet is dead. Um, <laughs> I guess guess what I'm, do you need to take it? No, no. I guess what I'm saying is like, I want to feel like a woman, but I'm, but a masculine one. Mm. So I think learning how to do that is just interesting and hard and messy though. But I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make me feel ugly. It makes me feel dysphoric, Mm. which I think is a different thing. Interesting. Yeah. If it gets too masculine, I feel, I feel like I like, no, I remember I'm a girl. Like, remember I'm through this boy, through this, like, gendered interaction this opposite gendered yeah. interaction mm-hmm. remember that i the sex that i am is woman did you ever have that when you were with a woman of like because there's something hot about the male gaze of being like feeling a guy's eyes on you and being like that makes me feel attractive mm-hmm. but do you feel that from women too? <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> no no, no I, do. I don't have that at all really like, not, I, do you have that with women no Interesting. I did it a little bit. Like I'll, I dress like this. Uh, I'm pretty masculine energy uh, through the 
you know, my life. And then I'll go to a wedding and be like, I'm going to be the hottest bitch there. <laughs> you know, like I also have that switch where it's just like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be a fucking girl. It's like, I don't know. I feel like it's like my little secret. It's like, I can be hot mm. if I want to be. And I, Steve's the only one that gets to know, you know, that rocks. Yeah. Huh. So that's how I look at it. I, the other day, this is just a fun story. You guys, Dave Chappelle, you heard of him? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out! He's actually doing the podcast next week. <laughs> We're going to re-educate him. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to fix Dave Chappelle on this podcast. Well, he was at the cellar doing shows. I'm correcting him on your pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> they... They, they were at uh, the whatever, the cellar. And I did a spot right before <laughs> now him. Now let's they, them, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, let's they, them, him. Let's do it. Okay. They, them, them. Yeah. <laughs> but he gets on afterwards they. and he uh, he had seen me and he goes, that's... <laughs> he was like... <laughs> he said I was funny, which was nice. But then he said, that's one scary looking chick. And if the goal is to be jacked, <laughs> then she did it. Because I have a joke about being jacked and it's the most powerful I've ever felt. I oh fucking my loved God. it. But did he did he mean that in a mean way? Because I'm ready to punch him in the face. Oh no, Scary it was like looking. Well, I have the joke about like how I'm trying to get jacked. I want my yeah. neck thicker than my thighs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so he was commenting on that joke. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was didn't take offense to it. I was literally like, yeah, I'm a scary looking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I fucking loved it. You know, uh, but. So it's like, I have that part of me and then I'm going to a wedding on Friday and I did a rent the runway look and it's all sequence. <laughs> so it's all just, uh, you know, depends on your mood. I think for me, when I'm with a woman in bed, I always see when women have that effect on me when they're like, when they turn, they turn on what I've been jokingly call my boy brain. Mm. Like when I go slack jaw and like, you know, like I look a little stupid because they're so feminine and like they have that like powerful feminine energy. I can see that they like that. Like I can see that they like having that feminine power over me. And I imagine over men too. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but like, I think I have a good way to put it. Yeah. And this is a gross oversimplification of it, but that it's like in what well, in real life with men and then in women, I really only have a fantasy to go off of, but it's pretty, you know, with men, it is attractive that they are attracted to me. And with women, it their, their body is attractive. That sounds pretty fucking gay, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That sounds, that is sounds like, like you're classic gay. <laughs> lesbian master doc compet. Oh, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that because even within my queer relationships, I can see that women like to feel desired. Mm -hmm. And I think that's totally a valid thing that can, yeah. But when I fantasize about women, I'm not narrativizing it at all, what's happening in her head. I'm just like, your tits are awesome. And with men, it's this complicated, mm, like he so, wants me involved. Yeah. So, you gotta, you need to have sex with a woman. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And I think that made me think, oh, I don't like women as much as I like men. Maybe I'm not gay because I'm not like craving you, being desired honestly, by a woman, Maddie, but it actually maybe is the opposite. I, you are one of the few people that I cannot read for filth what your sexuality is exactly. <laughs> I feel like most people, I can look at them. I'm like, they're exactly this gay. This is what they're into. This is what they're not into. Like, I feel like I'm so good at that. With you, you actually are are like, I'm a little bit like, I don't know how this story ends. <laughs> I'm a Schrodinger's, I'm a Schrodinger's box. You are. <laughs> I, the but, pussy in my box is either. <laughs> you can meet a woman who you can do that, what you do to men. Mm. Like you, 
there are women out there that would that would give you that. Mm. So sorry. I, and have tits. Yeah. yeah. They will give you that with their tits on. God, boobs are awesome, tits. dude. Boobs are fine. <laughs> I'm not gay. <laughs> boobs are fine. They're in the way. I actually would prefer it if I didn't have any tits. I don't want boobs. <laughs> what a wild, wait, wait, really? what a wild, like last comment. Yeah. I was literally about to be like, well, this is over. And then you were like, I wish I didn't have tits. Caleb's like, I'm freezing my eggs. I'm cutting off my tits. I'm putting them in storage and I'm just doing comedy, baby. <laughs> yeah. You actually, you, I actually love hearing about the phenomenon of like women who don't identify. Sorry. That's the way I'm saying this is. Definitely not non-binary folks who don't want their tits anymore. Yeah, yeah I've heard there, it's cis happening. straight women who get elective top surgery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you ever do that, do you think? No. <laughs> no, I would never do that. That but- would fuck me up. I like when my tits are a little smaller, but like gone. Yeah, yeah I love, I, w- I was joking to my friend the other day that I was like, I'm really lucky that my boobs are the exact same size relative to the percentage of woman that I feel like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I can wear a big shirt and be boxy or I can have like, my friend was like, you have like chameleon tits. And I was like, that's the nicest compliment I've ever done. I can look so flat chested or I can really fucking yeah. fluff it up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would say not like of the week, six days a week, I wear like a flat air a bra that kind of flattens me out just because mm. I like the way my clothes look. Sure. Without mm. This hits. is such a thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I know I the most feminine cis women who are just like, they're just too big and I don't like the way they make my body look in clothing. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. So I would, yeah. I So I purposefully buy bras that are too small that flatten them out that are not a sports bra because I yeah. can't breathe with a sports yeah. bra on. But yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah, I hope everybody can have fun with that little tidbit. Huh? <laughs> Tit. Tit-tit-bit. Tit-tit-bit. Go watch Caitlin's <laughs> podcast, Good Time Gal. Please do it. Watch Caitlin's special when it comes out, because truly you're just one of the funniest people of all time. And you're I very kind. feel very so lucky So wait, is it an you. album or a special? Oh, it's a spe- It's a album with ta- that I taped. It's an album that will have stuff on YouTube. So follow me on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> come see me on tour, get on the text list. Massive theaters in so many markets. I want to sell it out. Every, just to make this clear, every time I visit a city, I'm doing new material. Don't be silly. Why would I put out my special and then do that material on the road? I'm not, don't be a silly Billy. Don't be a There's silly always going to be new stuff. Go. Uh, I'm on Instagram <laughs> at Maddie T. Wiener. Everything is in my link tree there, but I have the Substack where I write essays where if you like my weird little theory corner here, it's like a lot of that. And there's, if you want to pay, it's there for that, but there's also a free version. And then I'm going to be, actually, I'm going to be at the Hopscotch Music Festival. They added comedy. Oh. It's like me, Sarah Sherman, some other comics. Fun. really fun. And the music lineup is sick. It's like King Cruel, Dinosaur Jr., Soccer Mommy, Japanese Breakfast. It should be really fun. And it's in Raleigh. Thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash WHGS. You can donate as little as a dollar. We couldn't make this podcast without the Patreon. So we're very grateful. Fulton, you look like you're about to, you look like you're about to stop the recording. So just, you just stay right here. Um, I hope you guys like that. Go follow Caitlin Maddie to 30 K. We're almost there. She's so talented. Let's boost them. Let's boost both of them. Oh, and Sacramento, San Diego, San Francisco, LA coming up. And then a few more. We, we got a lot in September, October. I hope I get to see you guys in person. Say hello. And then today for the gay thought, I went on to our Discord today and I asked a question to everybody about what they came out as in addition to gay, like something not queer 
not trans related, not gay related, but something that they came out as. And I really loved some of the responses. Someone wrote hating ketchup. That was something that someone had to come out as. And I used to hate ketchup. I'm a ketchup convert. I went to conversion therapy to enjoy ketchup again. Um, someone had to come out as not liking football. They were from the, from the South. Then there's ones in the disability sort of neurodivergency category of coming out as autistic or ADHD or, you know, having chronic pain and disability. That one really rang true with me, obviously, with my with my chronic pain. Someone came out as collecting bones. That really made me laugh. And then this one really made me laugh. And this is from a patron and she's been in the Discord a while and come to some shows. Um, uh, Shout out to her. She'll know who she is. As a black girl coming out as a Swifty and a pop punk girly to my family was just slightly easier than coming out as queer. I think this is a really interesting question. What is What are the things that you're afraid to come out as besides queerness? Why are they scary? And how do they differ? Because I think one of the differing things is is People eventually accept the queerness. But is there really acceptance if you don't like ketchup? Or are they still harboring some hatred for you in their heart? You know? Anyway, have a good week, guys.